Welcome back to the Community Online Podcast. This week, we're joined by teaching pastor Tammy Melchin as we continue the series, Greater Than. If you're new, we'd love to learn your name. Simply text CONNECT to 630-793-6399 and we'll send you more information about community. Remember, you can always find us on Sundays streaming live at communityonline.tv. We hope to see you there. Hello, community. I am so glad to be with you today, wherever you're watching from. In fact, wherever you are, why don't you go ahead and put that in the chat as you greet one another. And let's lean into what God has for us today. To get started, I want you to think back to when you were a kid or a teenager and the milestones that you couldn't wait to reach. Or if you are a kid or a teenager right now, what is the next thing you're looking forward to as you grow up? And when we were preschoolers, that that first big milestone was that first day of kindergarten. Even if you were a little hesitant about getting on the bus or being left in that classroom, you knew you were taking an important step forward in growing up. Now, here's my official kindergarten picture. Can you tell I was in kindergarten during the bicentennial celebrations of 1976? I mean, you gotta love the bell down there, right? And evidently I was cutting my own hair when I was five too. Now, you also hit a big milestone when you turn 16, right? What happens when you turn 16? You can get your driver's license. Now, I couldn't find a picture of myself at the DMV, but I did find this picture of the very first car I drove. I mean, I was styling in that Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. I'm sure all the kids out there are jealous of those wheels. Of course, another big milestone is graduation. I can still remember stuffing all that permed hair into a cap and gown and marching across that stage. And when I did, I knew I was taking an important step forward in growing up. I mean, that's one of the reasons why the cancellation of so many graduation activities this past spring was so painful, right? Because these are important milestones and it hurt when we couldn't celebrate them fully. Now, the milestones don't end when we're young. I mean, there are first jobs and and new jobs. There's moving to a new city and buying a new car. For many people, there's marriage and the birth of children. There's that time you buy your first home and then when you realize that you are now responsible for home repairs. There's the milestone of retirement, maybe the milestone of taking that trip of a lifetime. Life is a journey of milestones. And when you're a kid or a teenager, you usually look forward to the next milestone with anticipation. But let me ask you today, do you see the same pattern in your spiritual journey? Can you look back on your life and see the the milestones that you've crossed in your relationship with Jesus? Are you looking forward with anticipation to the next step that lies ahead? For you see, life as a Christ follower is meant to be a never-ending journey of growing up. It's about taking next steps in my relationship with God. It's about going deeper in my relationships with other Christ followers in the community of the church. It's about moving forward into all the purposes that God has for our lives. There are milestones that are waiting to be celebrated. And the question I want us to wrestle with today is this. Am I growing in Christ? Am I growing in Christ? Are you growing in Christ? Or somewhere along the way, did you get stuck? 
Somewhere along the way, did your spiritual journey get off track? Today, we are continuing in this important series, Greater Than. And it's a series where we're learning straight from the New Testament book of Colossians. And not only are we talking about here on Sundays, we're also diving into this book deeper Monday through Friday through our Turn the Page Bible Experience. If you have not yet jumped in with us on that Bible experience, I want to encourage you to do that today. You can find all the information you need at communitychristian.org slash Bible. Now, Colossians is actually a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to a group of Christ followers that he never met. And even though Paul didn't personally know this group of, of Colossians, he still felt this sense of pastoral responsibility towards this, this young congregation in this church in Colossae. In fact, he's writing to them because he fears that they might be getting off track in their spiritual journey. And he wants to help them course correct. He wants to make sure that they continue growing in their relationship with God. Now, last week, we saw how he began his letter, reminding the Colossians that who is to be at the center of their lives? Jesus. I mean, Jesus is to be greater than anyone or anything. But I'd venture to say that one of the primary reasons we get off track in our spiritual journey is that we get this equation turned around. You see, sometimes we can make our, our finances greater than Jesus. Instead of trusting him with our finances, we, we hold on to control ourselves. Or, or sometimes we, we can make success greater than Jesus. That we, we just pursue our own acclaim, power, and wealth, often putting Jesus and his mission on the back burner. You know, we can even put people, the relationships in our lives before Jesus, giving some person the place in our heart that is reserved for God alone. It is so easy to get this equation turned around. But as Christ ours, we have to understand you can't really follow Jesus unless you make him greater than anything and anyone else in your life and you, you pledge your allegiance to him. And that's why Paul says to the Colossians that he, Jesus, is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom. Jesus points us, or Paul points us back to Jesus, and he does so for a reason. And what is that reason? So that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. Fully mature in Christ. Paul wants the Colossians to keep growing in Christ, to become fully mature. I think he wants to, them to wrestle with the same question that I'm challenging us to wrestle with today. And that is, am I growing in Christ? Am I growing in Christ? Because let's face it, it can become easy to get spiritually stuck. I mean, I've certainly been there. There have been seasons in my life where my relationship with God just has felt kind of flat. And it feels like I'm just going through the motions without really moving anywhere meaningful. Maybe you felt that way before, or maybe you feel that way right now. You see, I think there's lots of reasons that we can stop growing. Let's talk about a few of them and see if you can relate to any of these. You see, one reason we stop growing is, is we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. And what I mean by that is, is we want instant growth. 
We just want it to happen. We, we don't want to have to put all the effort and the time into growing. You see, for a lot of us, we had an encounter with Jesus that was just amazing. And sometimes it was instantaneous as we found our way back to God. And we can be on this spiritual high, but, but it can be easy to slide into a spiritual complacency because instant growth is thrilling, but the long journey of growth can be really hard. It makes me think of a story I read about the Russian comedian Yakov Smirnov, who immigrated to the United States. And he said one of the things he loved about America was our grocery stores. He said, one day I, I was walking down the aisle and there I saw on the shelf powdered milk. Just add milk and, or just add water and, and bam, you have milk. And next to it, I saw powdered orange juice. Just add water and, and bam, you have orange juice. And then I saw baby powder. And I thought, what a country. We can be like that, can't we? We want Growth. Sure, we want growth, but we want it to be instant without a lot of time or effort. Or it may be that, that we don't see the need to grow. We don't see the need to grow. If we're honest, some of us view a relationship with Jesus more as just an insurance policy for after we die. See, for some of us, we think that following Jesus means believing a few things and praying a prayer, and then we like stamp our ticket to heaven. And we don't really see the need for spiritual growth because our faith in God is more like a get out of hell free card. But the problem with this is that Jesus and the writers of the New Testament did not view the spiritual life that way at all. And to them, growth is necessary. Growth is expected. Listen to these words of the Apostle Paul to the Colossians. He says, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually, see continually, he's describing a maturation process. It's not something that happens instantly. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives. And why? So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. He's talking about this life, not just the next life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing, there it is, growing in the knowledge of our God. See, in the Christian life, the Christ-following life, growth is necessary. Growth is expected. But another reason we can stop growing is that we just don't understand how. We don't really know how to grow. Maybe you found your way back to God and you said yes to Jesus, but, but no one's really explained to you what it, what it looks like to grow, what it looks like to make Jesus greater than anyone or anything else in your life. How do you do that? And how do you do that for a lifetime? Well, that's exactly where the Apostle Paul goes next in his letter to the Colossians. Pay attention to how Paul encourages the Colossians to grow because I think what he says can teach us how to grow. This is what Paul says. He says, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. 
Just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, just as you found your way back to God, Paul says, don't stop there. Continue to live your lives in him. And then then he gives us two metaphors to describe what this might look like. So let's dig a little bit into each of those metaphors. The first of these metaphors is of a tree, and Paul encourages us to be rooted in Christ. Now, People who know me well know that that one of my absolute favorite places in Chicagoland is the Morton Arboretum. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt once said, there is nothing in nature I'm as fond of as a tree. And I think that I concur. I love going and and wandering around in the trails. And on a recent trip to the Arboretum, uh, this giant oak tree caught my eye. I mean, this thing was just massive with branches expanding out in all directions, high into the sky. I had to stand pretty far back to get this picture. But we all know what enables a tree to grow to these dimensions, right? It's the roots, right? The roots. The roots anchor and support the tree. They store energy. They absorb the water and the nutrients that the tree needs to grow. Without the roots, there is no tree, You see, Paul is saying through this metaphor is that if you want to see spiritual growth in your life, you have to be rooted in Christ. You have to be anchored and supported by Jesus. And in return, Jesus will supply everything that you need to grow. Jesus used a similar metaphor from nature when he said this. He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. The branches grow because they are rooted in the vine. I mean, all of this points us back to what we talked about last week. This is about keeping Jesus at the center of our lives, about Jesus being greater than anything or anyone else in life. So we are to be rooted in Christ, but then Paul adds a second metaphor. He tells us to be built up in him, to be built up in him. Now, if you think about the roots sinking down in the ground, built up is about what Jesus wants to construct in our lives. Okay, it's mixing metaphors, I know, but you gotta blame Paul, right? Not me. (laughs) Think about what it's like to build a building. Like you lay one brick and then another brick and on top of that, another brick, and you continue to do that, right? Until you have a structure that can fulfill its purpose. And you see, that's what Jesus wants to do in our lives. Being built up in Christ is about partnering with Jesus to let him build something beautiful in your life. Too often, I think, when it comes to our spiritual growth, we often imagine our potential more like this shack. When what I think Jesus wants to build in our lives is more like this tower. Now, what is this tower? If you say Willis Tower, we know you're not from Chicago, right? What is this? This is the Sears Tower. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not talking about becoming some great, powerful person. Being built up is not about that. It's about partnering with Jesus, letting him lay brick after brick after brick until his purpose, his beautiful vision for your life is constructed. Still, how do I know if I'm rooted in Christ? How do I know if I'm being built up? How do I know if I'm growing? I mean, after all, spiritual growth can be hard to measure, right? It can be hard to recognize. And that's why here at Community that we have developed a simple framework, a simple plan 
that can help us in being rooted in Christ and built up in Christ. And we call it the three C's. Now, the first C stands for celebrate. Celebrate is about my relationship with God. It's about taking next steps in my journey with him. One of those steps is what we're doing right now, gathering together to to, to worship God and and to hear a message from his word. Uh, Another step is uh, spiritual practices, spiritual disciplines that we incorporate in our lives. Things like reading and reflecting on scripture and prayer. I mean, that's why we create things like the Turn the Page Bible Experience to help us engage with Jesus every day. Now, the second C stands for connect. And connect is about my relationships with other Christ followers in the community of the church. Because here's the truth. We need each other to grow. We need each other to mature. And that's why we talk about small groups all the time around here. When you get connected in a small group, you are putting yourself in an environment where growth can happen. And the third C is contribute. Contribute is about my relationship with the world. See, we believe that every single person has a purpose in this life. And when we choose to take a step to contribute our time, our talents, our treasures, what we're doing is we're partnering with Jesus to carry out that purpose in this world. However, there's a caution I want to give you about these three C's. You see, too many times, I think, maybe we take these initial steps to become a 3C Christ follower, and then we kind of stop. We think we're done. It's like we check a box, and then we just call it a day. But look at this. This is not built up. This is just a beginning. In fact, the original words that Paul uses for rooted and built up describe a continuous action. There is always a next step. There is always a place to grow. You see, there is always a next step to take in my relationship with Jesus. There is always a next step to take in my relationship with other Christ followers. There is always a next step to take in partnering with Jesus to carry out his mission in this world. And then a next step and a next step and a next step. In fact, I'm going to get a little blunt with us today. I have found myself wondering during this season if if one of the ways that God wants to use this time in our lives is to challenge us to take new steps of spiritual growth. See, during this pandemic, it can be so easy to get stuck in just lamenting that things are not the way that we want them to be right now. And our emotions can get so wrapped up in all of our opinions and the arguments that we're having with people in person or online. We can find ourselves just so consumed with our frustrated desires. But what we really need is Jesus. And there is good news today. He has not changed Jesus is the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he will be the same forever. And I wonder if one of the ways he wants to use this season is to challenge us to take new steps of spiritual growth, maybe steps that we might not have recognized if it were not for our current circumstances. So my prayer for all of us, myself, my prayer for you, is that we would throw off anything that is distracting us, And we would fix our eyes on Jesus and that we would take 
those next steps because it's time to grow in Christ. And so the challenge I want to leave you with today that I want to challenge every one of us to carry out this week is to ask God to show us what our next step is in being rooted and built up in Christ. Now, as you're trying to discern that, you might find this tool helpful in determining your next step. It's called our 3C Spiritual Growth Plan, and you can find it on our app or online at communitychristian.org 3C. And what you can do in this tool is you can take a 3C spiritual assessment that'll help you kind of see how you're doing in the area of these three Cs. In fact, here's my most recent assessment results. Now, everyone, if you take this assessment, you're going to come out with a C that you're highest in, a C where you have the most potential for growth, and a C that's in the middle. Okay, everyone's going to come out with these. Nobody aces this and no one fails it either, right? We're all a work in progress. So if you look at my assessment results, the the area I've grown the most in is celebrate, but the area I have the most potential for growth is connect. And to be honest with you, every time I take this assessment, it comes out the same way. And the reason for that, I think, is because I'm an introvert. And so naturally to take steps to grow and connect usually requires me to push past some fear, to step out of my comfort zone. But I know that if I am going to grow to maturity in Christ, I have to take steps in this area. Now, if you use this tool, there's also a lot of next step suggestions that you will get in it. And you can even uh, set some goals and track your progress along the way. But whether you use this tool or something else, the important thing is to be committed to moving forward, to growing, so that, as Paul says, we may present Everyone, everyone, me, you, everyone, fully mature in Christ. Theologian N.T. Wright once said, being a Christian is like riding a bicycle. Unless you go forward, you fall off. Friends, if today you feel like somewhere along the way you fell off, if you recognize that somehow your spiritual journey has gotten off track, I want you to know today that there is grace. And today can be the day that you get right back on that bike and start moving forward. There are milestones ahead waiting to be celebrated. Intimacy with God that you never dreamed possible. Belonging in a community that you've always longed for a purpose in your day that'll fill you with gratitude and joy. I mean, sure, at times the way is gonna be hard. There are times you'll get stuck. There'll be obstacles that you have to overcome. But I wanna leave you today with these encouraging words from Paul, who said, I am confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Jesus is at work in your life and he wants to build something beautiful. So take the next step. Pray with me. God, I pray for every single person that is listening to the sound of my voice right now. And I pray that your spirit is stirring within them. Lord, I pray for every one of us that we would pay attention to that stirring that we would open ourselves to you, 
that we truly would make you greater than anyone, anything else in our lives, and we would follow you in whatever next step you are putting before us. God, wake us up. Help us to throw off all the things that are distracting us and help us to pursue you with a passion and a commitment maybe unlike we ever have before. Jesus, it is all about you. You are supreme, and it's in your mighty name that we pray. Amen.